Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Thank you for joining me for the Trumpet of Truth podcast. My name is Brother Greg Bray. I'm the pastor of Lighthouse Baptist Church in Bruce, Mississippi. Hey, neighbor. Sure, I'm glad to have you with me again today. I am looking forward again to this podcast talking about the church, going to church. Isn't it special just to have been raised around the church and the church building? That's what we talked about a lot last week. We'll talk a little bit more this week. We're going to have our interview with with Ray and Tiffany Aldridge again, some clips from them. We'll talk a little bit about some of the things that they said, and then we'll let you hear the clip. Uh, But I hope that if you weren't raised in church, you will raise your children in church, and you'll make church a special day or special time, not a day, but a time for you and your family because it is important. Use your life to work towards Sunday. I recall something that was said by a pastor that I heard uh, here a while back. He said, "We on Saturday nights, we." he said, I grew up and I've raised my children this way, that on Saturday night, we get all of our clothes laid out, prepare ourselves for church. So when we get up on Sunday morning, We can just get our clothes on. We can go to church. We don't have to rush around. And you see, that's harmful, rushing and and fussing over things and all of that. We need to prepare our hearts for church and what's going on at church for that day and what the Lord could do through us and with us at church. The church building, it's important. Oh, I, I tell you. It's important to keep it looking good. It's important to keep it smelling good. I can recall visiting some churches and walking into the church building and it just had a smell because it wasn't clean. I don't want the church that I'm a pastor of or that I'm going to to have a smell that when people walk in, they don't want to come back or or something does not appeal uh, and and I know we that shouldn't matter, but it does to some people, and we're trying to help people, and let, we need to remember that. Should always be striving to to make it. I say that church, you know, the buildings or the property, you know, you want to make it better. You you want it to to look nice, uh, to be welcoming to people. Thank you, Ray. You know, not only should the church look good, but the church has a purpose. Uh, There's some things that the church should be doing. Uh, The number one thing is to please the Lord in what we do at the church and with the church. But the church is to carry out the great commission. Jesus said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So when he said teach all nations, he was talking about getting them saved. So in order to do that, we've established something that we call missions. So the church has a mission. We should do something with the missions 
part of the church and not just uh, let the church go on. Just here's what here's what I've heard growing up. I guess from the older folks growing up, they said, "Don't sit on your stools of do nothing." But the church needs to be doing something. It does not need to do nothing. It needs to do something. That's that's why Jesus gave us a commission. He commissioned us to do, go, and do something. Ray and Tiffany both have something to say about that also. Um, church is not welcoming is is not gonna not gonna be able to draw the people in. You know, you're not looking to to draw people just to boost numbers, but I believe you the church should have a, a genuine heart, you know, to see lost people saved. Uh, that should that you know that should be the the primary mission, which is all of our primary mission, is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you know, to have the the people that want to to do everything possible to make that as 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 open, have an open atmosphere to welcome people. You know, and obviously once they're there, they're you know they should hear the gospel. That should be the the purpose, and I'm I'm thankful for a pastor that leads us. That uh, you know his you know he tells us from the pulpit all the time. You know his his mission is to be able to share the scripture and teach the scripture. You know as clear as he can. You know he he wants us to see see Jesus through the Bible, not to see him standing up there, but to be able to see Jesus Christ through the Bible. You know he teaches scripture. So I, I really, really appreciate that. That's that's what uh that's what you wanna should be looking for going to church. You know, it's not for not for entertainment, but it's to to learn and to be able to be fed to be fed the Bible. You know, that's I believe that's what it's all about, and that's what's gonna bring lost people to Jesus Christ is to to get them under the preaching of the gospel. Um, and then as I got older, church became more. Um, I remember church is where um, I said my first um, chapter. My family and my mom had taught us to quote um, Psalms 104. And then church was where I learned the books of the Bible. And I remember I lo- I've always been a words person. And um, I remember my teacher, she had me learn the books of the Bible, and I learned them quickly. And so she's like, well, now, while waiting on everybody else to learn them, you need to learn them backwards. So church was also a place of education for me. I learned so much and learned about God's Word and learned about missions work. And I sat under my dad's preaching and the preaching of many other great men. And so that was that next stage of my life. The church was where I learned and learned about God and learned about His saving grace. And I had made a profession as a young child, um, but um, it wasn't until I was older that the Lord just really convicted me that me saying a prayer is just not going to get me to heaven, and it was at that point I just really called out to God and repented and believed on Him and got saved, and so church became then it truly became a place of worship for me and a place where I could just come to hear the word of God and to learn and to grow in grace and just in the knowledge of um, God's word. Now, part of being part of going to church is also preparing yourself for church. You know, church is not something or it shouldn't be something that, you know, kind of I mentioned earlier, you don't just, Yep, go on Sunday, go on Wednesday, and put the check in the box. 
Um, I believe if you're, if that's, if church, if the only church you get is on Sunday and Wednesday, that's the only, you know, the only Bible you read, you know, it's not, it's not just the pastor's job to, he shouldn't be the only source of the Bible you get. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, I believe if you're, you have to prepare for church, uh, to be, to have an effective, effective ministry, the, the church members, I should say that family, that body of believers, uh, need to be prepared for church. You know, you're not reading your Bible daily. And obviously, you know, we, we struggle. I do every day, you know, it's life, life gets busy. Um, but we should strive to, to, to be in the word of God, not, not just when we're, you know, physically at the church property or at the meeting house, you know, during the week, reading the Bible, you know, praying, praying with your family or praying alone as well, you know, just preparing your heart for that. I believe that makes it, that's going to make the, make it more effective when you're, when you're listening to the preacher, you know, and, you know, pray that the, the Lord would open, open up your mind, open up your heart to be able to receive what the, what the preacher's saying. You know, I'm just, I'm just thankful for, for the church home that we have and the church family, you know, that, that loves us and supports us. And I pray that, you know, we can be that, that to them as well, you know, be that help to somebody. Uh, you know, obviously you can't, can't help everybody, every little need, but that's, that's the good thing about, about the church family is, uh, that broad array of people that can, that can help out with, with different things at different times and different needs. But, um, yeah, I'm just thankful for, thankful for a church home and a, and a church family. You know, like I said, we're blessed with, with a beautiful building, but you know, that's, that's not what makes the church. Church is the people. The church is led by that pastor, and I think it's it's a it's just a it's a good thing to have. You know, it's a good thing to get to be able to get I guess plugged in. You know, if you're just you know going to go, you know, if you're showing up right before it starts and leaving before the preacher says Amen, you know, you might miss something. You know, I think it's just it's a good place to be. If you'll notice, these people that have given their testimony about the church, Ray, Tiffany, uh, Brother Nathaniel, Lancaster, Brother John Carl, uh, Isaac, Lancaster, they all have said something about the pastor. The pastor is an important part of the church. The pastor is God's under-shepherd. Jesus is the shepherd of the church. He's the head of the church. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But he put preachers, men in churches to lead the church. And that's what the, ch that's what the pastor should be doing. And that's the, the church should not just choose, but should pray about a pastor and God's leading him to them. The pastor is an important part of the church, and I hope you understand that. Whoever you are listening to this podcast, the pastor is important. We'll talk more about that in another podcast.
And I believe we'll do a podcast about the pastor of the church. Things that you need, uh, a church needs a leader. A church needs a, a pastor who's, who's willing to, you know, week in, week out, day in, day out. You know, it's not just a Sunday and Wednesday job for a pastor. It's, it's every day. You know, I, I believe if he's, if he's doing it right, it's every day, you know, he's the, you know, the, the shepherd over the flock for, uh, for the church. You know, it takes a lot of time, uh, a lot of study and a lot of preparation to, to be able to preach and to teach and to, and to present the gospel in a way that's, that's easy to understand for people there. You know, most all of us, when we get a certain age, we start looking for a spouse. Man is looking for a woman. That's the way God ordained it. And a woman is looking for a man. That's the way God ordained it. Don't forget that. The Bible talks about it. Uh, but the best place to find a spouse is through the church, at church. That's where I met my wife, Michelle, Michelle Farley. I met her at church. I met her revival, Camp Zion at Myrtle, Mississippi, revival. Well, I mean, different places we were all of our lives. I mean, God ordained our marriage. Thank God for that. But the best place to find somebody for your life is going to church. Now, there's not as many young people in churches as there used to be. We need to strive for that, though. We need to get young people into churches. We need to do all of that uh, so they can meet at church. So a saved young lady can meet a saved young man or a saved young man can meet a saved young lady and be married. That's important. And so the church is a wonderful place for that. And we, we ought to strive for that with, with the people of the church. Miss Tiffany talks about meeting Ray and it was through the church the way it should be. And I had moved to the Pacific Northwest. It was supposed to be just a temporary job. And I moved up there and got in a church that was, you know, preached the gospel and was just a very loving, caring church and was there for a while. I didn't think I was going to stay, but ended up meeting my husband and um, falling in love. And so I stayed and I joined a church there. So if we're to be raised in church and then we're to make the decision or Listen, it's not just a decision of the mind to go to church. It's a decision of the heart. I believe that if a child is, if a child grows up in church, then they're going to have a certain desire to stick with it. Yes, train up a child in the way that he should go, and he'll not depart from it. But I believe that you, you've got to be saved to truly have a desire, a real desire to be a part of the church. As a matter of fact, to be a part of the church, you, you must be saved, you must be baptized into the membership of the church. But to have that desire, you've got to be saved. You, you're not going to have a desire for church if you're not saved. I believe it's also important to go to the right church. So we've talked about uh, 
being born into a family that went to church. We've talked about being raised by those parents in the church. And then we've talked about getting saved and having a desire to be a part of church. But I want you to know something. It's important that a family goes to the right church. I believe you ought to be in the right church, that church that is for you. And Ray and Tiffany had something to say about that also. So I want you to hear what Ray and Tiffany had to say. I want you to hear what others have to say in these podcasts. Listen to Ray and Tiffany as they talk about going to church and going to the right church, being part of the church that God puts you in. Having a family now, when my wife and I moved back to Florida, you know, we got married. I was in Washington. Very fortunate, you know, good, uh, you know, Bible-believing King James churches are far and few between up in the uh, Pacific Northwest. Very fortunate to find one there that, that, that preached the word. As a family, you know, it's the first time as a family when we moved back to Florida, we had to find us a good church home, you know, that was going to be beneficial to our family. You know, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of prayer should go into, you know, finding a church home uh, that, you know, that you're going to raise your family in. And I, we joined, we're, my family and I are members of Liberty Baptist Church in Callahan, Florida, you know, love it, love our pastor, love the people. It's just, it's just amazing how, how God led us there. Actually, you know, it's actually, it's, about a 25 minute drive from our house, but you know, I believe that's okay. You know, I read it somewhere, you know, you're not looking for the church closest to the house. You want to find that church with the, with the family atmosphere, with the, the place you, you can feel, feel at home, the place you can efficiently serve, you know, the church that's, that's, you know, open the doors that has that like-minded, like-minded people to, uh, to be able to, to help that want to help each other you know around jacksonville you know it's a big city and we i think this was probably the seventh church that we visited as we were we were making that decision and a lot of the a lot of these churches you know they just seemed you know it was like it was just a routine for people you know just to put a check in the box that you know they go to church on sunday and maybe wednesday but I think it's important, you know, to find that place that, that feels like family, the people you, you enjoy fellowshipping with, you know, if you're going somewhere and, you know, it's just, it's, if there's tension, if there's things like that, then I, I don't believe you're going to be able to effectively learn and, and worship the way you should, uh, if you're not, if you're not comfortable there. So I'm thankful for for God opening the doors and just and just showing us, you know, this place. Like I said, you know, we'd visited, it was probably the seventh church we visited, and so a lot of prayer went into it and you know, we kinda then the Lord Lord answers prayers and he opens doors, you know, when you need them. A place we never even looked into yet. We were actually visiting another church, you know, close by this one in the area it's in uh, callahan florida it's actually not in jacksonville it's north of jacksonville different county even but we're actually visiting another church and my wife was just looking online and came across this one 
and we went in and it just it just felt it felt different it felt you know it just felt like going home i guess great message talked to the pastor and he was actually previous military previous navy uh, just like i am but uh and that 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 was a comfort too you know as as we started praying about it more and you know to have a pastor who and a pastor's wife who understand the military lifestyle you know i think that was a huge huge help for tiffany to be able to to have somebody to talk to there because you know with with my job in the navy i'm gone a lot you know out to sea uh, i went through a deployment and to have that for her and our church family was just amazing uh, throughout the whole time when i was on deployment to tiffany's just to, you know help her when needed and take care of us obviously you know my son was born soon after we we uh, moved there and just the the outpouring of love towards us you know through these times is i think that's that's what makes a a church is that family you know it's just it's hard to explain sometimes did you hear him talk about how that when they finally found the right church that it felt like home that's what a church is it's a home to us and you should have a church home uh, uh, that's important i mean uh, home means a lot to us especially in these days that we live we don't know what's going to happen next we need home folk we need folk that that will understand what's happening in our lives will understand what we're thinking about what we're going through i believe that in the book of acts when the first or the New Testament church was first talked about that he said that they were in one mind and in one accord. And that, that says something to me that, that the church is important, that we're going to be thinking a lot. We're going to be like-minded when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to God, when it comes to God's word, that's important. We need church. We need the people of the church, and that's why we all need to get together. I'm going to tell you a little something my pastor told one time. He said that he said uh, there's a difference in having union in the church and having unity in the church. He explained it this way. Give a an illustration, and Brother Rob, if you're listening, this came from you, and I'm I don't know. It might not be an original for you, but. He said this to us. He said, you tie, you tie two cat's tails together and throw them over a clothesline. You have union, but you do not have unity. And the church needs to be in unity one with another. And the only way we're going to do that is think the same way. And that is the word of God's going to bring us to that place. That's why we need church. And I'm glad that, you know, able to raise my son, you know, going and, and you know, three years old, but I'm glad he wants to go to church. Obviously he may understand, he doesn't fully understand, you know, everything that that's involved right now, but the place he enjoys going and enjoys seeing his friends, you know, enjoys some of the, you know, the things that they're, they're able to do there. And they do learn about Jesus and they do have the, you know, the teachers there. That's, you know, another part of the, the church wide ministry is the, you know, your Sunday school and, and the things that, you know, I'm thankful for those teachers who, who spend their time preparing and, you know, I, it's probably not an easy thing to teach a classroom of three-year-olds 
um, running around everywhere, but I'm thankful for those people that invest their time and their energy. You know, people that have also have full-time jobs that, you know, they're still there every Sunday and, and investing in my family, uh, you know, to teach my son scripture. And that's something that obviously is not, like I said earlier, it's not something that should just be done at church. That's something that we should also be doing at home, you know, as a family to prepare for church. You know, I do think you have to prepare to go to church. So I'm just thankful for that place to take my son and that he enjoys that and and wants to be around that atmosphere. I just pray that, you know, that we're able to to instill that that life in him. And, and you know, I just pray for him every day that he will be saved at a young age and have that desire to continue to go to church and follow Christ. I currently live um, about 11 hours from both my husband and my family and, um, you know, have my first child out here and my church members just rallied around us and cared for us and loved on us and they hadn't known us for very long. When we moved here, I was expecting Larry Wade and we had, um, oh goodness, visited quite a few churches and just was... We could never felt at home anywhere, and I remember us going to um, down the sidewalk of another church building. It was the ninth or tenth church that we had visited, and all of them were there were good churches. There were some not so good, but there were good churches. But just none of them felt like God's will, and none of them felt like home. And I remember us walking down that sidewalk beside the church, and my husband saying, "I sure hope this is the last church we have to visit. This is exhausting." I said, "I know," and I was so emotional over it because church had been my life again. It had been my life, and just trying to find that church home, you know, where we knew God had us and that just felt like home was very heavy on my heart. And so um, that night we walked into that building and we sat under the preaching of God's word and we knew this was home. It only took one service. We were probably halfway through the service and there were tears in my eyes because I knew I, we had finally found home. We had found our church home. And I remember getting in the car and my husband said, well, what'd you think? And I just started crying. He said, yeah, I know it feels like home. So we shortly after that joined Liberty Baptist Church in Callahan, Florida, our pastor's brother, Adam Pierce. I kept hearing the word home. I don't think we can emphasize enough how much the church is a home to those that really want to be there. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people, kids, even older people that have never grown up that want to leave their homes to go out and be on their own. That's not the way that God meant it. God meant for there to be a family. God meant for there to be a home. And the church is my home. I thank God for my church. I thank God for my church home. I thank God for my church family. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Oh, I love that song. I'm so thankful to be a part of the family of God, and I hope you're part of the family of God. But home, I just keep hearing home, and I love the thought of the church being home. I get so excited to go to the church. I'm currently um, playing the piano for our church and um, for some of the services and um, I work heavily with the music ministry and special music and so I'm up there a lot and I bring my little boy and we were 
going up there a couple weeks ago and it was probably our third day in a row to be up at the church. We'd had weddings and we had had wedding rehearsals and we had had church and a meeting and just all kinds of things and working just in the office and doing some things and we pulled up and Larry's like, we live here. We live at church. (laughs) And it just tickled me because, you know, that's what um, I thought about Samuel. You know, he was um, uh, given back to the Lord from Hannah and he lived in the house of God. And so um, I love that my little boy associates church with being home as well. We live here. Um, And he just recently too, we were going to church. We have something in our a ministry at our church called Master Club, and it's a ministry for children and helps them learn God's word and um, memorize scripture. And so we were practicing his memory verse, and we pulled in. He said, I found it. I found my church. I love church. And so I am, as a parent, I'm just so excited to see that love and that um, knowledge of church being a special place and an important place in our lives um, being transferred over into his little eyes. And he's only three years old, but I look forward to the days ahead where the Lord just continues to instill that joy and I hope he finds that peace and I hope he finds that knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus and I hope in church he finds that um, there are people there that love him and that want him to do right and to do well in life and I hope that um, we continue to let him know that church is where you should be Um, every Sunday if you have midweek service every Wednesday as we do and that um, church is a fun place to be he looks forward to going to church and I do too I I love going to church I love um, being with God's people and one of my favorite things about church is listening to God's people pray together and also sing together there's just nothing like that and then after we sing and we worship and praise God sitting under the preaching of God's word from our pastor or from another preacher that's um, being brought in. We just keep being reminded of family. That's what the church is. It's family, the family of God. I like the old song, uh, The Family of God, written by Bill and Gloria Gaither. The first verse of the song says, You will notice we say brother and sister round here. It's because we're a family and these are so near. When one has a heartache, we all share the tears and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by his blood. Join heirs with Jesus. As we travel this sod, for I'm part of the family, the family of God. Thank you for joining me today. I know this podcast has been a little bit longer, but that's okay. Uh, We've got the message about church, hadn't we? Going to church. This is part two of Let's go to church. I'm so happy to have talked about church, aren't you? Church, church, church. (laughs) I like it. I like it when it gets to the point, like the little boy said. uh, Again, I heard this from my pastor too. uh, Church, church, church. If we're not going, we're just being. If we're not just being, we're going again. 
That's the way it ought to be. Here's what he said, Hebrews 10, 25, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Please go to church Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, revival time, go to church. Well, I don't think we could talk enough about it. You may have got tired of me mentioning the word church. Don't do that. Uh, just, Just go to church and enjoy it. If you're not saved, you can be saved today. Uh, please contact me if you want to. Uh, Trumpet of Truth 85 at gmail.com. Please listen to the podcast. You can listen on YouTube, of course, uh, Trumpet of Truth. And if you want to look it up on YouTube, Trumpet of Truth, Greg Bray, type that in the search and you'll see a picture of a trumpet there somewhere after you've searched on anchor.fm front slash Greg dash Bray eight. That's the way to listen to that. Oh, I uh, thank you for joining me. Oh, I just love y'all so much and I'm looking forward to our next podcast. Uh, we're probably going to hear another salvation testimony next week and please pray. Camp Zion's coming up. We're all going to be busy. I'm going to still try to put a podcast out there on Saturdays. I don't want to neglect you, those that are listening, and please tune in. Please comment. Please subscribe or or make, make me a favorite on your favorite podcast app so you can be notified the next time I put one out. Try to put one out every Saturday, and I'll see you next time.